0: One, two, three, four, go! Falling in love is such an easy thing to do. let's can do it. Yeah! Bees can do it. Yeah. Let's stop talking. Yeah! Let's get to it. Let's fall in love. I have a new microphone, but I didn't have time to set it up. Yeah. So I'm I still d- using my old shitty mic. I'm very sad about it. I was gonna ask. Yeah. It's just, um... I finished watching the app, like, three minutes before I had to hop on. Also, my poor, dear, sweet roommate um, walked in at the wrong time and walked in on me watching this show, Mm. and then he watched a bit, and I don't think he was super impressed. Yeah. Believe it or not.
1: I don't think anybody should be. I think that's the right move.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What if I was like, yeah, he walked in on me watching it, he he's like, this is the best show I've ever seen, and now he's watching all of it. I
1: would love to help you search for a new roommate.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, now Let's... I'm recording.
0: Oh, right after you finish shouting slurs into the mic? Cool. <laughs> Typical. Um,
1: yeah. Wait. I need to just find something really quick. Okay.
0: Is that something? No. We're not doing this again
1: welcome to the 70th episode bitches that didn't
0: come through by the way i could not hear that at all in many ways i would say you're just not as good at i as i
1: for the record yours also cut out during when we were on zoom anyway for the 70th episode i'm passing the baton so welcome chloe everyone
0: oh wow Oh, this is a whole scheduled thing. Wow. I wasn't expecting this.
1: Hi Jesse. <laughs>
0: Hi Chloe. How's it going?
1: How's everything after last week?
0: Um, uh a blur. Um I was hit with random bouts of shame. Um and panic, truly. So mm-hmm. fantastic in many ways. How are you?
1: I'm good. I, I really enjoyed last week's episode. <laughs>
0: Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm what 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 parts uh, were your favorites? <laughs>
1: um there were a few there are a few good points unfortunately aaron won't let me share any of them um because mm, they're shy mm-hmm. so
0: okay okay yeah i see i see that tracks
1: yeah apparently yeah. saying you're gonna 69 christ is heretical
0: Yeah, that was bad. And you did that. Um, We
1: did get an Instagram DM that said, did you really just call the 12 disciples a polycule?
0: (laughs) And that one was on me. And I will take responsibility for that particular part. Um, (laughs) Was it like in an angry way or was it like in a cool way? It
1: It was in someone who's also an alumni from our college that I don't think either of us know. But I think it was in a cool way.
0: Okay, cool. I'm going to be checking the Instagram DMs to check.
2: Wow.
1: You're goofy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, alright. You have to, like, actually do what? the podcast. I don't know how to do the podcast. Wow. <laughs> alright, we're going to talk about the alternate theme for this week. No, you have to stop. Spell- <laughs> you can't just willy-nilly do the alternate theme. Hi, my theme. name is Chloe.
0: <laughs> and my name is Jesse.
1: And that's Aaron. No, yeah,
0: they're kind of there, but oh. you know they've kind of abdicated the throne to in many the ways.
1: Episodes, so I, I don't know if I can really do this yet. Yeah, this was just a test, and you both failed.
0: What? How did I fail? No offense, Chloe, you did lovely, but how did I fail? I can't specifically? believe I just
1: said Chloe is going to take over the podcast, and you didn't—you didn't even cause a stir.
0: See, I didn't want to create like a big misunderstanding that would inevitably lead to us like yelling at each other in a hallway while while people like watched <laughs> and we both started crying. Chloe so I'm trying watch not to escalate. Episode,
1: so she could do it. But yeah. Then what would my how would I find my worth?
0: I am begging you not to find your worth in this podcast regardless. <laughs> we
1: took a lot of breaks while watching.
0: And that makes sense, that you, you should. This should not be watched in one sitting. Yeah. If you binge watch Secret Life, that means just watching a single episode at once.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. My, my, my. I'm not good at this. You do We're, you're, We're doing a great you're, you're job. You're better. All right, you have to leave now. Bye, uh... <laughs> Chloe. Did you like that little little tricky trick? Yeah, I
0: wasn't expecting that. I was scared and very funny.
1: <laughs> Raise your hand if you were scared. Is that Tyra? I haven't found my article yet, which I should have done before we started recording, but I didn't want to keep Chloe here too long.
0: I got you. I could tell that that um I don't know what I was saying. Good bit though. I was proud of that bit. That was really Thank you. Um exciting. I
1: worked hard on it. Called I just came up with it like 5 minutes ago. It's good. It was a good
0: gag. Thank you. And I almost gagged <laughs> because I was faced forced to confront my actions and words.
1: I had the worst day. Oh, no. Just because I was in a bad mood and I chose to stay in a bad mood for a while.
0: Oh, you didn't have like a 90 year old man come over and call you cookie? I. Because that, sometimes that's been known to make people have good days.
1: That's true. Even if their day started bad.
0: Wow,
1: this is... The article I just found is life-changing.
0: I don't think that's true.
1: How, how was your week at home, Jesse? It was fine. Yeah? You got to see your nephew?
0: Yeah, I got to see him, spent a lot of time with my grandparents, all three of them. Did you secure um, the bag? No, if anything, I fumbled it greatly, but um,
1: that's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, but no, it was a it was all in all. It was a busier trip than I thought it was going to be. I ended up staying a day later than I was going to initially, just because um, by the end, I felt like I hadn't really been home at all. And like my mother was feeling a little sad because she felt like she hadn't seen me the whole time. So I stayed an extra day to just like hang out. Yeah. Since I didn't have to go to work until tomorrow anyway.
1: <sighs> that is always, like, hard, though. To, like, kind of adjust the plan in the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, but I also came home, like, two days later than I was going to, so. Okay. This whole thing was kind of ramshackle, slap
1: You really know sports terms
0: what huh neither of those were sports terms they were just words
1: i thought you said slap shot
0: slap shod.
1: oh also none of this audio is usable because i was just doing fucking random shit in my apartment
0: yeah i know that
1: <laughs> i'll probably keep it in though whatever
0: I have some pride in your work
1: can i tell you something no okay
0: never feel safe talking to me don't confide in me okay I'm just kidding. Please tell me what you are going to say.
1: I was just going to say that it's good to talk to you. It's good to talk to you. We should hang out soon.
0: I can see why you'd want to hang out with me. Yeah.
2: How was your week home?
1: My week was good. I got to see my whole... Family. I got to see every member of my family. Oh, I'm so glad you finished that and it wasn't just I got to see my whole. (laughs) And, um, which was, like, very special for over the week to be able to see everyone. And then I got to go see a friend I haven't seen since 2018. Oh, that's huge. Which was very fun.
0: Um. And where did you see that friend? In New Jersey. Like, address-wise?
1: Yeah, he doesn't listen to this, so I feel like the bit wouldn't be good.
0: What, for you to dox him? Yeah. Well, maybe you should start listening.
1: But, I don't know. It was, like, very fun. After, like... What, Thursday to the following Sunday? Last night I was taking a Greyhound from New Jersey to Pittsburgh.
0: Ugh.
1: Yeah, it was literally the cheapest option, and I am, you know, famously poor. But it was horrible, first of all.
0: Oh, I can imagine. The girl
1: sitting next to me did not know how to sit still to save her life. She adjusted her position approximately every 15 seconds. Ooh. It made me feel like I was going to go clinically insane. Okay. Okay, I can see that. Um, and then, but the second leg of the tri- trip, I got my own row, which was nice. And it oh, was the exit nice. door row, so I got a shit ton of leg room. Oh, yay, good for you. And then, anyway, but last night I was like, I'm so excited to go home and sleep in my own bed and take a shower oh. in my own shower and yes. make my own food and see my cats
0: that is so exciting
1: it is very nice um
0: so yeah It's there is like... nothing better than coming back from a trip and like being in your own bed with your own cat
1: oh my god except Fern was so fucking annoying last night she kept waking me up to pet her and I was like oh can you not
0: See, luckily Linus is annoying to start with, so it shouldn't really be that big of a dish dish issue. Yeah. I came home today, and the little fucker didn't even adjust the clocks. Like, what a dumbass.
1: He actually told me that he wants to abolish daylight savings.
0: Well, so do I, but that doesn't mean we can just live our lives without it. He also <laughs> hid my remote. Anyway, I drove, like, nine hours today yeah so should we zoom through this i got to really oh i was gonna just say i got to oh sorry you cut out a little bit what the fuck
1: (laughs) sorry i think there's a little bit of a connection issue i'm sorry for talking over you i was not attempting to do that
0: please know your place But um, what I was gonna say is I finally got to catch up on like some podcasts and some music and stuff. Um, I started re-listening to a podcast that I'd kind of like fallen out of for a while because it was just like, oh, this doesn't like the host feel like they're phoning it in; it's not really fun anymore. Um, but I started listening to the more recent episodes, and like so much fun. So like, um, huge shout out! I don't know if you've heard of them. It's called uh, "Secret Life of Two Gay American Teenagers." <laughs> big fan they really got me back so um yeah the recent stuff has really been you know sick as shit so
1: i feel like we have kind of hit our stride
0: i think to an extent yes as much of a stride as you can hit while talking about this hideous show right but i feel better after every recording now that i have in a long time so plus i feel like we finally learned how to do this and not take like three hours to discuss. Uh-huh. So. Bet- but no, yeah, I do think we should um, fly like an eagle.
1: <laughs> Let's do this so we can both get to bed. Mm. Welcome to Secret Life of Two Gay American Teenagers. My name is Aaron.
0: My name is Jesse.
1: Today we're going to be covering season three, episode 23, Round Uppercase I Uppercase I.
0: Or as I like to call it. Oops, all apologies.
1: <laughs> so this episode was directed by Lindsley Parsons the Third. How do we feel Linsley? about the direction choices?
0: Lindsley.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think the direction choices started going downhill with the direction of that name. Am I right?
1: <laughs> and it was written by Brenda Hampton. It aired To 2.22 million viewers on May 23rd, 2011.
0: I will say, I think this episode started the trend of duologies in fiction instead of trilogies. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. just... I am so shocked that they, they decided to spend all of last episode setting up this colossal argument and then have literally everything resolved by the end of this episode. Yeah,
1: I think it's really powerful.
0: I think it is. I also am livid to know that there are three more episodes this season. Four more? Two more? 26, so three. Where can they go from here? The wedding. This is gonna be bad.
1: Yeah, it's not gonna be enjoyable. Anyway. So... Do you have your biblical context? I do. Please, enlighten me. Um, This is
0: the news update from the blog of, I believe, Huffington Post. Right? Huffington Post is HuffPost.com, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there was a bunch of shit in it, but most importantly... Um, I believe this is the day that it broke that Lance Armstrong was doping.
1: Mm, powerful. And that,
0: that feels important to talk about. So, that's my big news, is that America's sweetheart, Lance Armstrong, was getting a little extra sugar when he was doing all those big races. TMZ, hire
1: me. I honestly think... That this is when I went this is the weekend, like or the weekend before this is when I went to Quebec in eighth grade and I called my French teacher well, I said she was wearing a whore dress, but I didn't call hmm. her a whore, I said she was wearing a whore dress. But you know
0: And that is important. I to think note I've told that story the on the pod. I I believe you have. I'm not. If not on this, then on a deleted bonus content episode. I'm not sure which.
1: Hmm. Interesting. But I do remember that trip being tied somehow to Lance Armstrong. So, anyway.
0: I believe this was the weekend I lost my virginity. Because I do remember this episode playing in the background. <laughs> to who? Did I lose my virginity? Yeah. Um. It was this older guy... Just kidding! (laughs) I was trying to think who I could say I fucked when I was, like, 12, but that would make anyone I implicated a predator. I think you were, like, 13, almost 14. Oh, you're right, then it's okay. In that case, um, I fucked fucking, um... Joe Brogan. Joe wishes. He was in my little black book with a big X next to him. (laughs) So... I peed in a bottle today. (laughs) Moving on.
1: Did you really? I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Why would you bring it up unprompted then?
0: Look, the thing is, like, I'm happy with myself. I'm confident. I'm sexy.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: But when I have to pee in a bottle, that's the one time I wish I had a little longer dong. (laughs) Why? So that I can reach the bottle more effectively and not splatter piss on my jeans. (laughs) Do you know how hard it is? To position, while also steering a car going eighty-five miles per hour down the freeway. Do you
1: remember who you started this episode with? No. Who will one hundred percent listen to this episode? I just want you to to be able to conceptualize that. Real. I think people you need to. Listen,
0: uh, you need to realize. Listen
1: to this episode, including our. I pray
0: for every one of our friend. followers by name. <laughs> every night. So don't tell me we have real listeners. I've been fighting the spiritual battle. What's your biblical context?
1: Oh my god. My biblical context is young talents with a fondness for applause. From the music section of the New York Times by Anthony Tomasini. Before the New York Youth Symphony played Tch- T- what? Tchaikovsky's
0: canceled already.
1: <laughs> Pathetic. The conductor gave the audience the green light to show its appreciation in mid-performance. What? Basically, when you go to the fucking symphony, you're not supposed to clap until it's all done. But the conductor said, no, it's okay. In the middle of this performance between pieces of music, you can clap. That sucks. That's
0: disrespectful to Tchaikovsky. So in a way, that's the most patriotic thing this fucker could have done.
1: (laughs) Okay, let's get into the episode.
0: Yeah. Did you notice the previously on completely skipped Tom calling Grace a slut or whatever and made it look like she was just angry because he said, like, you're a silly girl or something? Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was a fun artistic choice. This previously on painted a lot of incomplete pictures, let me tell you.
1: It, It was a work of art, in a way. Yeah. I feel so bad for the editing department because they're trying to hold on to some thread of consistency in this fucked up show. Mm. And so here they are every week during the previously on. They're like, fuck, Brenda's writing this episode and Paul Perlov wrote the episode before. How are we going to mash these two together?
2: They are
0: on watch. Yeah, it's bad. So Their if you edited this show... We'd like to have you on the pod.
1: Yeah. We'd like to do a GoFundMe for you.
0: And we'd like to steal the proceeds for ourselves. I was going to
1: say, and we're going to do it, where we set one up for you and then Jesse and I split the money.
0: Yeah, we'll be pulling a king, as it's called in the business.
1: (laughs) So we're in the Jurgens kitchen. Amy comes in, or Amy's already in there with John. John's eating breakfast and she's looking for her English lit book. Um, And Ricky shows up and Amy's like, listen, I literally like I'm late. I need to do homework still. I was up late. Can you take Ricky to or can you take John to (laughs) nursery? Can you take Ricky to nursery? So then Ricky is upset about Ben being over the night before and Amy not telling him. So now there's conflict between these two. Yeah,
0: and I've got to say, Amy doesn't need to be protecting Ben like she does.
1: Yeah. And Amy's like, okay, I didn't tell you that Ben was over, but you've apparently told every girl you've been with that you loved her. So then George comes in and he's like, don't worry, I fixed the Ben situation. Amy is then upset that George intervened and George is like think of how much you love John i love you that much times 17
0: which i get um also i will say i understand amy's anger because now any apology she receives from any party isn't really a genuine apology it's like oh my dad told me i had to say sorry to you yeah like it's a completely like i don't think George was in the wrong for talking to Leo, but um, it does kind of cheapen any apology that anyone may receive from that household, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. So, George tells Ricky what Ben said. That basically, like, Amy is faking her feelings for Ricky because she got pregnant by accident. And Ricky is upset. And he's like, I care about you, Amy. I love you. And she's like, yeah, you love a lot of girls. Mm. Mm. She leaves. So then it's just Ricky and George. They're talking about George's little Amy. My little Amy. And Ricky or George asks Ricky, what are you going to do? And Ricky's like, I'm going to take John to nursery. And after that, I don't know.
0: That's exactly how I feel. After I take John to nursery, I'm lost for the rest of the day, honestly.
1: Yeah. I thought it was a very interesting choice to then kind of turn the rest of the episode into, like, a slasher film.
0: God, I wish.
1: But which killer w- think... was your favorite?
0: Um, I really liked... um. When Ashley was murdered in cold blood. (laughs) Yeah. It was a really cool artistic choice to like... You know, not only push her into that stake, but also run her over with that lawnmower. And
1: I thought it was really interesting, too, the use of the time machine. So that way it looked almost as if it were you pushing the stake into her and me driving the lawnmower over her.
0: Yeah, that was really interesting. And like all the little pocket dimensions that were formed that caused her to repeat that um, over and over. Right.
1: Yeah. Pretty cool. I don't remember doing that, so I don't know how they got that footage of me.
0: Yeah, well, I do think it was us in the future. I think that's after we finish this pod and have nothing left to lose. Oh, okay, great. Because it is a time machine, I believe.
1: The podcast itself?
0: This podcast brings us back to 2011 every time we go here.
1: That's true. So, okay, we go to the theme...
0: What's your alternative theme, love?
1: My alternative theme is Love is a Battlefield by Jordan Sparks. Love is a Battlefield oh, so by just Jordan Battlefield, Sparks. you mean What?
0: Battlefield, you
1: mean? I have egg on my face.
0: Love is a Battlefield is by Joan Benatar. Not Joan Benatar, <laughs> Pat Benatar.
1: Now you have egg on your face.
0: Not really. I just. I got Joan on the mind. Joan who? of (laughs) arc
1: on the dance floor
0: no she's kind of a wallflower by Allie and AJ yeah you wish
1: so Battlefield by Jordan Sparks is my pick which is what I said originally I don't know what you heard but it's probably an audio problem
0: oh I can't imagine there being an audio problem on this very professionally done podcast (laughs) C- would you care to explain your pick
1: well I just think um it's worth the question of why does love always feel like a battlefield oh 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 battlefield oh oh, oh. Battlefield. oh, oh, oh. why does love always feel like a battlefield oh 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 okay that's yeah. that. <laughs> um, I love Jordan Sparks I okay don't cancel me if I say
0: anything negative about my girl, Jordan, I will have to drive down and murder you in your sleep.
1: Okay. Please, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. So- What were you going to say? When I was 13 and newly allowed to listen to secular music, I got a little MP3 player. It was a SanDisk, and you could plug it into your computer. Was it a Sansa clip? No. Oh. I don't think so, because you could it was like a USB drive that you plugged into your computer.
0: Oh, it was built in USB? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you had one of the poor person MP3 players.
1: Yes. <laughs> Notice how I'm saying MP3 player instead of iPod. No, I also had
0: a um again I had a Sandix Sandisk Sansa clip.
1: Yeah. Then we got uh,
0: retails for about thirty dollars. <laughs> We got a
1: Rhapsody, which was a sweet gig. Oh, yes. Anyway, so I am going to a preseason New England Patriots football game. I hate that. Yeah, I thought you would. That's why I said don't cancel me. I listen to this song on repeat the entire way there, which was about a two-hour to two and a half hour drive and the entire way back which is about a two to two and a half hour drive
0: that's sick what?
1: on repeat a single song do you remember doing that?
0: that is sick (laughs) not cool like that is unwell (laughs) that is twisted I still do that sometimes
1: Pink Pony Club
0: Oh, yeah, that um, most recently, most embarrassingly, it was um, Neighborhood by Caleb McLaughlin, the uh, kid from Stranger Things, who (laughs) released a terrible song that I listened to so many
2: times.
0: (laughs) But, um, no, me and Jordan Sparks have a long, complex history, but that's a story for another day.
1: Yeah, she who you lost your virginity to.
0: No, that's horrible for you to say that. She was a nice lady. Sorry. True love waits, and I think that's important to remember. Right. Um. No, I'll I'll tell my Jordan Sparks story someday, but okay. that day is not today. Okay. Anyway, you were asking about my alternative theme. I think I wasn't, but go ahead. oh no i was go are you sure like do you really want it or are you just kind of saying that no i really like... i really want it okay well um it's gonna have to be sorry by justin bieber
1: is it too late now to say sorry <laughs>
0: I like to sing that song, but then the, for the the that synth line right there, I like to sing it like blue from blue. cruise. I was going to say
1: okay, blue. Um
0: whoa. Cool it, Muchacho. Um but no, I just think I knew my alternative theme was going to have to be something apology related. Because you simply cannot have the entire second half of your episode be only apologies and not reference it, you right. know? yeah. So, that's my reasoning.
1: I love it. Thank
0: you. Oh my god. Thank you so much.
1: So we come back from the theme. To the Boykovich Sa- Sausage Company. Ricky gets off the elevator...
0: I must say I feel less crazy now cuz I was I've been spending weeks trying to figure out how the Boykoviches are that rich with a single butcher shop. Yeah. So I do feel better knowing that it's like a full-scale Johnsonville-sized corporation.
1: Yep. So Ricky goes up to the assistant and he's like, "I want to see Leo." She's like, "No one gets in to see the king. Just kidding. Do you have an appointment?" He's like, "No." She knows it's Ricky because leo has a picture of ricky in his office that's cute with ben in the butcher shop and she says that he's more handsome in person
0: what was your thought after that line
1: disgusting
0: oh my thought was is this receptionist gonna try to fuck ricky well that's
1: what i that's why i said disgusting
0: yeah yeah i figured
1: because oh. remember when uh, they were like, "Oh, this person's a professor at the community college and also fucked Ricky."
0: Yeah, exactly what I was thinking of. Um, did she look familiar to you? Nope. Really. Who is it? That's disappointing. I'm I'm sorry to hear that. Who is it? Oh, she's on a little show I like to call, "The New Adventures of Old
1: Christine." Oh yeah, no. That and I'm
0: thankful for it, because I've been talking about that show off and on on this podcast for episodes, months even. Yeah. And for it to come around in this full circle way, my computer's about to fall.
1: And I saved it. Good job. What is going on here? Don't worry about it.
2: <laughs> it's so so it's all chill daddy <laughs> um all
0: this to say um she looked very familiar to me i googled the actress she's on new adventures of old christine oh one of my favorite i, sitcoms. I recognize her
1: now it's julia louis dreyfus
0: yes thank <laughs> you i was surprised you didn't see her she
1: was in um everyone hates raymond too Everyone loves Raymond. Everybody hates Chris.
0: Oh, also more importantly, what are you saying?
1: <laughs> no, I was trying to say everyone loves Raymond. Like, um,
0: and I think you made that up. I don't think she's in that.
1: No, she's not. I was saying Julia Louis Dreyfus because I was like, that show was like Seinfeld's. Like they were on at the same time, so I was saying it was the show that wasn't Seinfeld. But I fucked it up and I said, everybody hates Raymond. She
0: was in Gilmore Girls.
1: As <laughs> who. <S2. laughs> You're like, Aaron, please shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> I was trying to save you from explaining your joke any longer. Because <laughs> the thing is, I just completely didn't understand it.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, it was poorly executed.
0: But she was um, Nicole in Gilmore Girls as well.
1: Oh, fuck that bitch.
0: Which I didn't realize she was the same as Marley and the New Adventures of Old Christine. So I'm learning all sorts of things.
1: Wow.
0: Thanks, Secret Life of the American Teenager. So. Can I also say yes. one last thing? Her first television credit. Is a show called George and Leo. Really? Mm.
1: Sexy, sexy. Where's Ruben in that situation?
0: Um, he's... (laughs) I hate to say it. You know, I don't want to say it. He's been cucked. (laughs) Yeah? Cuckolded. He's watching. Wow. In shame and also anticipation.
1: Okay. Okay, so... This woman says that he's more handsome in person. Ricky then is like, he has a picture of me on his desk. Okay, can you like not mention to Leo that I came by? Like, I'm an idiot. And she's like, no, you're not. You're not an idiot. And then Ricky's like, I just heard that he said something he couldn't possibly mean. And this woman is like, he's a good man. No way he would say something mean. And she says, tell Amy I said hi. And so he walks away and then he, like, turns around and he's like, he really has a picture of me on his desk? And she's like, yep, you and Ben. And a picture of you and John on his bookcase, too. He wants you to go to college and do well in life. And Ricky is just, like, happy and he rides the elevator down. That
0: is one of those when, like, someone you don't know tells you something flattering. Someone that you really respect said about you. Yeah. You know, like, that's one of the best feelings on this bitch of an earth. So I'm, like, kind of glad Ricky got that out of this poor
1: experience. Right. So then Ricky rides the elevator down. Leo comes out of his office. And she immediately starts scolding him. I have the, um, there's a lot of sexual tension in this.
0: Oh, right? So. That's my biggest note here is, is Leo boinking
1: her? uh, Like, obviously, Right. Leo Boinkowich, am I right? So, do you want to be Camille or I would Leo? I I've been training my whole life for this. Oh, really? I don't want to do Leo. I can't do Leo voice.
0: I don't think any of us can.
1: Your Leo voice is the best.
0: Isn't it canonically Jerry Seinfeld?
1: Yeah. Ugh. No, it's fine. I'll, uh, it's fine. I'll do Leo. No, it's fine. Typecast me. Whatever. No, I'm going to be Leo. No, it's fine. I've liter- I I want to be Leo it's if you fine. take this opportunity away from me I will quit the podcast
0: in that case I'd love to be Leo <laughs> bring <Okay>. back Chloe <laughs>
1: <laughs> who's Chloe
0: Chloe Kim um, Olympic gold medalist
1: oh for what snowboard is that true
0: do you not know who Chloe Kim is no I do I was just being annoying the jellyfish on the mask singer spoilers wow i'm so sorry
1: oh my god why would i i was, li- I was literally gonna yeah, you were looking that forward to weekend. watching
0: um like four seasons ago of the last mask singer
1: i yeah i was gonna watch the entire show this weekend okay i'm gonna share my screen ready no okay But yes, we got to fly through this. We do. I don't want to be on here anymore.
0: Wow. I know it's really hard to talk to me.
1: No.
2: Leo Boykovich, get your butt over to Amy's house right this minute and apologize before something bad happens. Obviously, George told Amy what you said, and she told Ricky.
1: I can't talk to Amy. I don't know what she knows. I told you. I'll go over later, and I'll apologize. No, No, uh, uh...
2: Not George. Amy. Amy is the offended party here, not George. How did I get into this? Well, you opened your mouth when you shouldn't have, which is not like you. And not like you, blaming other people or hiding in your office from an 18-year-old who you love like your own son.
1: I just said some stupid, stupid things, and now I'm embarrassed. I was just so upset. It came out.
2: Oh, it just came out.
1: Yes, it just came out.
2: So you don't blame Amy at all for what happened to Ben?
1: No, I don't. I love Amy. And I, and I love Adrian. I do. She's the mother of my son's baby and she's going to be his wife. I love Adrian. Okay, well, you keep telling yourself that. I don't really like her all that much. I know that, but it's not your family. It's my family. And I love Adrian. And so does my wife, Betty. It's very, very excited about all this.
2: And how are we feeling about Betty today?
1: I love Betty every day. Uh
2: More some days than others. And how are we feeling about me today? I can't wait to
1: fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) No, sorry.
0: (laughs) I thought we agreed to leave our personal lives out of the
1: podcast. You... I don't like you at all today.
2: Oh, you like me. You've liked me for 25 years. And because you like me, I'm going to say this to you. You're under too much stress, okay? You're under too much stress, and that's making you say things to people that you don't mean to say, and that's creating more stress. And the last thing you need right now is more stress between Ben and Adrian and the prenup and Betty and this new business that you've taken on. You're... You're going to snap, Leo. You mark my words, you are going to
1: snap. Thanks for the warning, Camille, but I already snapped.
0: Um, I believe that's Camille. Is it? That's what the spelling on this <laughs> document is.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, what's this new business he's taking on? It's, like, obviously, like, he's taking up, like, porn producing, right?
0: He must be. Maybe he partnered with, um... Maria's mother or father to like create a new line of mafiosos
1: or instead of like college girls gone wild. It's Bologna girls gone wild.
0: Yeah. Gross.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we go back to the Jurgens house, Ashley and George are talking and he's like, why don't you walk moose for PE today? She's like, no. Um, and then Amy walks in and she hugs George and says, she's not mad anymore um like she appreciates him talking to leo and um ashley goes what did he say did it start with abracadabra maybe he's trying to make you disappear and george is like i just said something nice you should try it sometime and you know why actually and ashley goes i don't want to know and george goes because good begets good and bad begets bad and ashley says are you quoting the bible now and he says yes Episiotomy 929. And today, oh. Amy, I hope you're going to do something good and get that shower for Adrian going again.
0: So that was phrased like it was supposed to be a joke or, or something. And I have no idea what that was about. Yeah,
1: I don't either. So. um, We find out that Amy always does the right thing. And then we also find out that Ashley and Amy are not, are fine. Like, they're not mad at each other.
0: They're fine with, like, heavy air quotes around fine. Yeah,
1: and Ashley's like, no, we're not. Then Amy apologizes for what she said to Ashley, and Ashley does not apologize back, and Amy's like, whatever. If anybody sees my book, can you please give it to me?
0: Also, like, I don't know that Amy even said anything that needed apologizing, really.
1: No, because then-
0: She just said, Ricky didn't want to fuck you, and don't stop taking that out on me.
1: Yes. And then Amy leaves, and George is like, what did you say to each other? And Ashley's like, she called me ugly.
0: Never happened. Not once. She said, Ricky did not want to fuck you.
1: I think Ashley is having a hard time distinguishing between her dreams and reality.
0: Oh, yeah. She's like Inception. Mm Mm-hmm. Just like that. You know, that titular character from Christopher Nolan's Inception.
1: Yeah. So then... George is like well what did you say back to her And she goes "Mm, just that she destroyed our entire Family by having a baby and George is Like well you're not ugly and she didn't destroy our Family and Ashley's Like Amy gets magic and I Only get that she's angry She needs therapy so badly So
0: badly George
1: is like I think you've been angry since birth And then Ashley says some heartbreaking things. That's like, please get this girl into therapy. She's like, listen, I'm not charming, okay? And I'm not pretty. And I'm not that smart. And no one likes me. And George says, I like you. And Ashley goes, you don't even know me. And George is like, okay, tell me something about yourself. I don't know. Which George has been trying as a father lately. Yeah. Yeah, he's been working his little ass off. And Ashley goes, oh, you want to know something about me that you don't know? I have Amy's English book
0: that's so mean and for what
1: yeah then we go to the ulysses grant high school um we're in the hallway ashley shows up to give amy her book and amy is like are you fucking kidding me like i couldn't do my homework because i didn't have this book and ashley's like you're worried about all the wrong things
0: no she's worried about like her GPA, which is what she should be worried about as a teen.
1: Yeah. And then a- Amy tells Ashley, she like gives her permission to have sex with Toby. And Toby is like, no, it's like really fine. Like we had a, re- it was a really quick ride here. Like she does not need to pay me back by having sex with me. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Then we go to Madison and Lauren. They come up to Amy and they apologize. Madison
0: looks hot, has a great outfit on. I want to say that.
1: Honestly, they the never turtleneck
0: miss. and plaid skirt, skirt, not the skirt. If it was a skirt, it would have been a miss. I hate to say.
1: <laughs> I used to wear skirts all the time,
0: and that does not surprise me. Unfortunately,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so they apologize to Amy and say that they're coming to the baby shower and they're going to bring presents, and they're like because you're our best friend and also because Adrian overheard us talking shit about her, and Amy's like. Well, I'm gonna go apologize to Adrian now. And they like are both like, you should. She you need you are a bitch. You should apologize to her.
2: I have a question. Yes. Didn't Amy have
0: decorations on her locker?
1: Inside. Like yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. I it is just like bare. It was metal.
0: completely bare. It was like jarring to look at. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to clear that up because Maybe I, that because actually it's... distracted me from all the conversation. I don't know what happened in this scene because I was just looking at bare metal.
1: Yeah. You were getting a little hot and bothered by it.
0: Oh my god, nothing turns me on like a slab of iron.
1: <laughs> so
0: That's iron in the forge, baby. And that's got <laughs> my motor running.
1: So then we go... So they continue to talk and they talk about how... Amy needs to talk to Grace, and their parents are too involved in this whole situation, whatever. That's true. Ben walks by, and he, like, looks back at Amy, but he doesn't stop. So she's like, guess I'm not getting an apology today. Amy calls Grace, and Grace picks up the phone, and she's like, I can't talk. Like, obviously I'm late for school.
0: Speaking of outfits, Grace's outfit the entire time, I thought she had a corded phone draped over her shoulder. Every time she was on... (laughs) On set, I'm like, why does she keep talking into this landline? And why doesn't she untangle herself from it?
1: Yeah. Her? She was really going for, like, housewife chic, I think.
0: And unfortunately, it does work for her. She looks hot in everything she wears. Yeah. But I'm also deeply attracted to a trad wife. What can I say? (laughs) So she's serving Catholic chic.
1: She is. That's a great, even though she's not Catholic, but yeah.
0: But it's still an aesthetic, you know?
1: Yeah. So even though Grace says that she can't talk on the phone because she's late for school, Amy is like, okay, that's fine. But I want to talk. I'm going to still say what I wanted to say anyway, which is about the shower. If they're still going to throw it, whatever. Grace is like very upset. She's like, I need to go, whatever. So then we transfer to the Bowman house. We're in the kitchen. Grant's dad, Vic Foberg F- 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 or whatever the fuck his name is, shows up.
0: I thought this old fuck could barely walk. And he comes strolling in here like nobody's business. I've been lied to. I've been had. Yeah.
1: And he's like... Don't apologize. To... He ha... So he has Grant's phone. So he's been reading all the texts that Grace has been sending Grant. And that, he's like...
0: like... Ooh, that gave me flashbacks to evangelical Christian teenagerdom.
1: Right. And he's like... Don't apologize to Grant. Let him come to you. You weren't doing anything wrong. And...
0: So right at this point, I'm like, oh, maybe I was wrong about Grant's dad. Maybe he's a cool guy. Right.
1: And then... She's like, well, maybe I should just tell him how much he means to me and how nice he is. And he's basically like, buck up, sweetheart. Nope. And then he's like, Grant should have, like, staked out his territory and fought for you. You're worth defending, Cookie. Cookie. And that's where he lost me again. Yeah. And he's like, like a sugar cookie because you're sparkly and sweet. And she's like, I don't deserve a nickname like that. I'm a terrible girlfriend. I'm a terrible daughter. I'm a terrible friend. And he's like. She also
0: says she's never had a nickname, which I think is categorically untrue. I feel like she's had several throughout the course of this episode. Yeah. And by episode, I mean series.
1: Right. Every time Adrian picks up the phone and goes, hola, Chica. Yeah. What do we call that?
0: Um, a greeting in a language that's not English. Okay,
1: well, I was well, going when say... she calls
0: her Chica Blanca, I'd say that might be a nickname.
1: That's right. <laughs> that's true. That feels a little more
0: personalized.
1: So, he tells Grace as she's, like, having this mental breakdown that he's not a shrink cookie. You're very emotional.
0: Oh. This is where it gets truly wild, because he's like, oh, um, I actually did not want to discuss any of your issues that do not involve my son um please don't talk to me about those and know that you never should talk to me about those but if you want to talk about grant hey hit me up yeah which is so funny do
1: you remember when george of all men comforted grace when marshall died cursed horrible can't wait for the storyline where George has an affair with Grace.
0: Ew, ew, <laughs> ew, don't even say that.
1: So, basically How do you think
0: that would be played on a show like this? Would it be like a Riverdale treatment or would it be like a moralizing this is horrible treatment?
1: I I would hope it would be a moralizing this is horrible thing. I've been disappointed liar before by a situation. Yeah. Where they're like, aren't these parents crazy for not wanting their high school daughter to date her teacher?
0: Well, that's different. I think context matters. Um, And...
1: Sometimes age is but a number. (laughs) So... He is like, you're a winner, Grace, whatever. And then he says this line where he says, grand slam for Voberg," And then he walks out of her house goes into cardiac arrest in the driveway
0: <laughs> god I wish does
1: die no um
0: what w- that would be such an unfortunate irony to die in a doctor's driveway
1: I honestly thought there would be there could be two very funny like deleted scenes so he leaves and he's like leaving through the back door so he could like easily go to the guest house and he just starts beating the absolute shit out of jack <laughs> <laughs> oh. or he had or he goes into cardiac arrest one of those two things not that cardiac arrest is funny but you know what i mean
0: yeah actually um that's <laughs> just um it's not really good to joke about i just lost um my rabbit to cardiac arrest <laughs> did you really I don't think it was to cardiac arrest, but he died and I'm sad about it.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry.
0: Yeah. Well, where were your apologies a month ago when he passed?
1: I didn't know.
0: And whose fault is that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I shouldn't
0: have to tell you these things. You should just know.
1: Oh, I know. It's really disappointing. And
0: You should feel the shift in my aura.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I guess I'm not an empath.
0: Well, I wasn't going to say it.
1: Yeah. Moving on. As best we can, we go back to the school. Adrian and Ben are talking and he is like recounting what happened at Amy's house last night and totally twisting this, right?
0: Yes. Oh, 100%.
1: I wrote, Ben is an evil little bug. Yeah,
0: no, he, um... My big note here is, and what did you say, Ben? Because he keeps on saying what Amy said and what George said never says, like, oh, I did tell her that um, she sucks, she doesn't love Ricky, Ricky fucks everyone, and she's she's sexually stupid. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, you can't be that sexually smart Benny boy because you put a baby inside Adrian.
1: Yeah. Well, condoms are too big, so
0: I don't get it. What's a what's a condom? I condemn that statement. <laughs>
2: so <laughs>
1: I Any- got a
0: fortune cookie with an NFT ad in it instead of a fortune. That Moving sucks. on. That was the worst day of my life. <laughs> Have you ever cracked open a fortune cookie and then just read, It's a Doge Eat Doge World? I almost ended it all right there. <laughs> <laughs> so Anyway.
1: Grace walks up to Adrian and Ben. Ben walks away and Adrian says that there's not going to be a shower. Just her and Grace eating lunch.
0: Maybe getting into the shower if all goes well.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Grace is like, well, Amy put the deposit down at Jeff's for $200. And Adrian is like, well, she deserves to lose that money. And Grace is like, I was just having a really good morning. Like, I got a nickname. Why do you have to ruin it for me? Yes.
0: Also, Adrian is so offended that Amy said that she slept with Ben for revenge. That's literally what she did.
1: Right. But the... the like, the marriage for
0: like revenge she... and stuff. They also discussed several times. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, that's just, that's just it.
1: Yeah. So then Amy comes up to Adrian and Grace. There's some conflict over miscommunication. And Adrian's like, I don't want to shower anymore. And I don't want to work things out with you. And Grace is like, let's all be nice to each other. And (laughs) Adrian goes, shut up, cookie.
0: (sighs) The way that Grace is referred to almost exclusively as Cookie for the rest of this episode felt like an act of violence. And I'm not sure against who. Maybe against me.
1: It kind of felt homophobic in a way.
0: It did. And this is about the moment my roommate walked in. So just (laughs) think about that. Like, imagine this being your first ever exposure to Secret Life of the American Teenager was this particular scene.
1: That's unfortunate. So... Basically they like come to the conclusion that they're not going to apologize to each other. And Grace is like, "But Adrian's pregnant, Amy." And Amy's like, "She's not the only one going through something." A crowd starts gathering. Amy start then begins the oppression olympics essentially. No, Amy they is...
0: monologue at each other. Yeah.
1: Amy is like, "I have so much going on. My family is like falling apart. My parents are divorced." I'm failing English. I've never failed a class before. And here I am failing English. Like, no matter how much you love your kid, being a teenage mother stinks. And like, you don't get that, Adrian. And then Adrian's like, I know it's not easy. You know how I know my mother was a teenage mother. Do you have any idea how I felt my whole life? And then I get to finally know my father and my parents get married. And what do I do? I disappoint my parents. I hate myself. And then, like Ricky and Ben are both there, and she's like, "Do you know how it would feel to have just an ounce of self-esteem? You had two best by two best friends by your side through high school, which,
0: which yeah, time out. Um, <laughs> by is, your side is kind of an overstatement. Yeah,
1: that is very generous of you, Adrian. In many
0: ways, those two best friends are really more of a detriment to self-esteem than anything. Right. But we digress.
1: And Adrian is like, I don't have any friends. And Grace is like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm literally standing right here.
0: And she's like, except for Cookie.
1: Yeah. And then Adrian is like, whose idea was it to have this stupid shower anyway? And Grace is like, yours? So then Ben comes up to them. The bell rings.
0: Okay. So before we get into the rest of this, two things. One, this made me really giggle- Also, I think this actually weirdly was a really valuable conversation for them to have, just in the completely most inappropriate venue that possibly could have been.
1: I'm sorry, where's the guidance counselor?
0: Yeah, come on. Like, this is
1: literally your job is to mediate conflict.
0: Yes, and that would have been an appropriate... Again, this conversation needed to be had. They needed to discuss what was going on with them and why they were both, like, losing their goddamn minds for the past like year and a half but like in a crowded hallway in front of like the entire student body with no again there were no teachers in this school so like of course they didn't intervene but like yeah it is frustrating not to have you know we have our first ever like actually involved guidance counselor and she is nowhere to be seen
1: mm-hmm. wild
0: They couldn't afford Beverly Mitchell's rate for another episode.
1: Probably. So Ben comes up to them. He's like, okay, okay, we've all said things we didn't mean, like, mean. Let me be the first to apologize. He apologizes to Amy and Ricky. And he's like, Adrian really did want the shower, what she did wasn't malicious. Maybe it was thoughtless, but it was. Finally,
0: we admit that at least. Yeah. Finally, we had at least admit that maybe there was a potential for harm there.
1: May, but not malicious. And like Ricky is the bad boy. He's the one everyone wants, and like you got him, Amy. You won, and I'm with Adrian. So like, let's not get emotionally naked in the hallway again. And Ricky Ben's up.
0: monologue here fucking sucks. Let me just say that.
1: Ben's does. Yeah. Why?
0: I don't know. That just, he's the bad boy. He's the boy everyone wants. Like, that pissed me off.
1: Oh, yeah. Um. Because also that kind of insinuates that Adrian still wants Ricky.
0: Yeah. It's just, like, he just shouldn't be talking. But whatever. Yeah.
1: White men close your mouth challenge. 2K11.
0: Well, that was obviously failed. <laughs> and what that fails to account for is Italian men, which, you know, both these lovely men are. So,
1: do you know what I'm going to say? No. I think you mean Italian X.
0: I hate you so much. <laughs> um anyway, Ricky's finally had enough, and I think that's beautiful.
1: Yeah, he calls them you, all idiots. And Grace responds with, "What? Me too?" Very funny. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not the bad boy. I'm damaged goods. Basically saying that he's, like, sexually promiscuous because of the abuse that he suffered by his father. And that it's, like, not cool to have sex with everyone. And he's, like, really embarrassed that, like, Adrian, like, made everyone aware of that by, like, calling all of the girls he had sex with and then he's like really embarrassed that Adrian or that Amy like thought they were all competition and he's like and yeah. all for a stupid shower. Well,
0: and he makes the point too like he's like I hurt all of them and I feel bad about that and it makes me feel bad to remember have to remember that. Yeah. Which like adds another layer of like humanity to Ricky that we didn't always see as yeah. he was doing all of that and by that I mean those women. Yeah. Um and yeah like now that he's actively working to better himself and make a change for the better like yeah it does suck to be reminded of all the shitty things you do when you're like actively on a path to healing yeah and that is part of healing but like it sucks when it's brought up not when you're ready for it in front of like a bunch of strangers
1: yeah yeah that was very eloquently said ricky jesse
0: (laughs) did you just call me ricky
1: (laughs) Absolutely, I did. Okay.
2: Cool.
0: I'm sorry. Cool. I can see who you wish was here.
1: <laughs> um. No, as eloquently said, you gleaned a lot of information from Ricky's speech, so thank you for sharing that.
0: Hey, okay. I'm here to read way too deeply into this <laughs> fucking show.
1: <laughs> Brenda Hampton is six gin and tonics deep into writing this episode (laughs) and you're like, I think this is like maybe what was happening. Yeah. Um, so we go to Ashley's room. Her and Toby are hanging out. She's talking about, she's like basically doing therapy to Toby. Um, do you want to do this scene?
0: I don't, but I think we should. Okay.
1: Do you want to be Ashley or Toby? Okay. I'm going to let you choose. Your Ashley voice is just too good, so I'll be um Toby.
0: No, not like that.
1: <laughs> um
0: Is this where we're starting? Yeah. By the one?
1: That's the <clears throat> beginning of the scene.
0: Ashley. <clears throat> Do we have any stage directions? How am I no. going with this? Okay.
1: <clears throat> Do you think just- they had any stage directions?
0: I don't think they've seen a. I think their dialogue was written on lined notebook paper, <laughs> wide ruled. Um, <laughs> she's always gotten more attention than I have. Back in the old days, when she was good, she got more attention for being good. And then she was bad, and she got even more attention for being bad. And she's still getting more attention. My dad and I used to be really close, but now he's just as close to Amy.
1: Yeah, but she and your mother used to be really close, and now you're just as close to her, right?
0: I'm going to quit talking to you if you keep repeating stuff I've said back to me at the wrong time.
1: Sorry, where were we?
0: I should be used to being invisible by now, but I'm not.
1: Hmm, I know something that would get your dad's attention.
0: Oh, duh. Let me see. If I had sks with you... (laughs)
1: It's weird. It's like you're psychic. You know my every thought.
0: That's because every thought is the same. Don't you ever think about anything but sks?
1: Well, not really, no. I had sks a couple times, but it wasn't that good. The first girl cried a lot afterward, and then she told her mother, and then her mother told my mother, and then I got in a lot of trouble, even though it was her idea in the first place. And the second girl kept yelling, Not like that. And then I cried. Not in front of her, but when I got home.
0: Is that supposed to make me want to do it?
1: Couldn't we just do it one time and just agree it would be this one time and then we'd never have to do it again? I just want one normal sexual experience.
0: With my gorilla grip, you'd be coming back for more. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Well, I'm not normal, so I doubt sks with me would be normal.
1: In your case, I'll take not normal. I'd be willing to risk it.
2: I'm serious. I'm not normal. And I couldn't guarantee what the results are going to be. You know I'm
0: angry. And I'm critical.
1: Yeah, I'd still be willing to risk it.
2: I'm not having sex with you.
1: Alright, then I'll settle for you saying something nice to me.
2: You say something nice to me first.
1: You're prettier than your sister.
0: Alright. Pants off, lover boy. <laughs> I'll have sex with you. Really? No. Some girl actually said not like that.
1: Does my pain amuse you?
0: Yeah, it does. Maybe we could be friends.
1: Or more than friends? Maybe. Great. So then we go to Ben's room. I'm not I don't um, want to talk about that scene. It's stupid. That's why I did the dialogue.
0: I was just going to say It really sucks that they're, like, communicating the message that, like, if you're a woman and you try to explain what feels good and what's good for you and what works for you, you're a nuisance and mean and annoying and shrill.
1: Right. And you're kind of a bully.
0: Yeah, you're a bully if you don't just let any man thrust into you until he completes.
1: Right. (laughs) Speaking of any man thrusting into you, we go to Ben's room. Henry is there and Ben apologizes right away. And Henry's like, I don't give a shit. Like you owe Alice an apology. And he's like, yeah, I was looking at you at school all day. They had a mental health day, aka they fucked all day long.
0: All day long. Also, your notes are still on my screen. I was like, wow, this dialogue is really weird for this.
1: (laughs) I did forget to stop the share. Um, (laughs) You get to see what my notes look like.
0: I also, you forgot to stop the share, but I forgot to stop the steal, unfortunately. And now, (laughs) you know, we have our dictator in chief.
1: (laughs) So, Ben says that sex with Adrian is wrecking his mental health. Oh, Olive is joining the podcast. This is a big deal. I think it's
0: beautiful that with all that going on, he still manages to blame Adrian for his actions.
1: (laughs) Right. So then Henry tells Ben not to apologize to Alice now because the Yakuza are over. Those are her. Her uncles are in the Yakuza.
0: Which... My mind was so broken by this show that I'm like, of course. a fucking course. <laughs> um, yeah. And then my second thought was, so now Ben's gonna have, like, a hit from two international crime families <laughs> on his head. And I think that's powerful. Yeah, I
1: think that's good. I'm...
0: Between Maria's family and apparently Alice's Yakuza uncle's... Sure.
1: Yeah. Um... Then Henry tells him he's just kidding, and that Alice is in the closet, which I guessed. I guessed that Alice was going to be in the closet.
0: Well, yeah, you've been saying every woman character on the show is a lesbian from the beginning. (laughs) Of course you guessed it.
1: No, but I really thought she was going to be in the closet, because I feel like they showed a shot of the closet door for some reason. Anyway. That
0: could be. Subtlety is not one of the show's strong suits, believe it or not.
1: Yeah, so... Henry says that Alice is in the closet, and Ben goes, "Alice is gay." And Henry's like, "No, he's she's literally in the closet. She's
0: gay for this dick." (laughs)
1: Um, so then Ben goes over and opens the closet door, and Alice pops out and goes, "Benito, you found me!"
0: (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) That actually would have been great.
1: Um, but they like hug each other and say they love each other. And Henry's like, "All right, that's and enough."
0: Alice apologizes. Alice should not be apologizing, T B H. Yeah, but whatever. Think so. Keep the peace. It's fine.
1: So then we go to the Bowman house. Grace is baking cookies. Mm-hmm. Throwback to Grace and Ricky baking together, and her literally sucking his wait him. How do sucking you, her- the butter, <laughs> <sighs> How do you <laughs> warm the butter,
2: Grace?
0: How do you warm the butter, Grace? Um I miss them. I don't. That's my favorite ship on the show, I hate <laughs> to say. Cricky. I'm a real race stan.
1: <laughs> so Grant shows up. He comes in, he wants to apologize. He's like, "You talking to Jack doesn't threaten me or our relationship. What threatens our relationship is me being a little bitch." And Grace. True. Fr- forgives him they love each other and she's like i love your dad and he goes he loves you cookie
0: sure so
1: then we go to leo and ben they're sitting at the table in the Jurgens kitchen and they're talking about how george feels a lot of pressure and then amy walks in with john and George takes John so Leo can talk to Amy. And Amy's like, I just want to apologize. And Leo's like, no, shut the fuck up. I need to apologize to you for what I said to George last night. And she's like, it's fine. I forgive you. And he's like, no, I need to tell you. It might hurt, but I need to tell you what I said. Because someone else might tell you. And I want you to hear it from me.
0: Yeah, I would far rather you hear this from me. Yeah. Um. And then he starts yelling. You're not yelling. too pretty and you're not too
1: bright. <laughs> You're not very pretty and you're not very bright. I'm glad we had this talk. (laughs) Um, So. Leo is like, basically what I did is I blamed you for ruining Ben's life. And she's like, I understand how you could say that. And he's. I
0: don't, but whatever.
1: She's so mature. IOP is life changing.
0: An IUD is also (laughs) life-changing.
1: She has three up there right now. Don't do that. Just only get one. Or Oh, wait.
0: Are you not supposed to have more than one?
1: Huh? I mean, personally, I have seven IUDs in right now, but...
0: I have seven UTIs in
1: right
0: now. And a couple DUIs under the belt. (laughs)
1: So, did you know that you can get a DUI for riding a basketball? A
2: basketball? Yeah? What's that?
1: (laughs) Riding a bicycle drunk? Of
0: course. Did you know in Wisconsin you can have, like, (laughs) up to 20 DUIs and still have a license? I did know that. That happens so often in the news when they're like, oh, this man was arrested for drunk driving. This is his 17th DUI. His license will be suspended for a week and a half.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. So... Leo says that if his life is ruined, obviously Amy's life is also ruined because they're in the same predicament. And obviously her life is not ruined.
0: Also, she... he has the money that his life will never be ruined. Yeah.
1: And he's when also. When you're rich, a man. you
0: don't have consequences.
1: Yeah. He. <gasps> what? I found my remote. Oh, that's so exciting! Oh, I'm gonna cry. One of my cats is taking a shit right now. One of I my love cats is how
0: being a shit right now
1: convenient the timing is. So, okay. He says that he Leo says he loves his son and doesn't want to see him hurt. Whatever. Okay. And then he says, also, just so you know, Ricky came to confront me at my office today, and I hid from him. then we go to the guest house of the bowman residence grace knocks on the door and brings cookies to tom and jack and they're like we don't want your fucking cookies and tom is like um actually yeah we do okay never mind so
0: yeah it looks like a little meeting of the he-man woman haters club
1: yeah jack and tom have a conversation wait shut the fuck up that's not what i mean
0: okay um rude (laughs)
1: Grace and Tom have another conversation where she, like, apologizes to him and she's like, I'll help you find a girl. And he's like, not likely. Whatever. Then Jack is like, can I talk to Grace alone? And Tom's like, whatever. He leaves. Actually,
0: really fucked up. Is that why they cut out um, Tom calling Grace a stupid, dirty slut? um, So that they could explain why he doesn't have to apologize to her? Probably. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I think every character on this show should go on Z-Way.
0: I think every character in the show should um, watch my favorite compilation video, um, which is just um, the scene in Little Woman where Searsha Ronan says, women on repeat for three and a half hours. (laughs) That'll put some perspective in a lot of their (laughs) thinking.
1: Link that on the Patreon.
0: I'll have to make it first. Oh, because I normally just watch it on repeat by rewinding the video itself for three oh, and a half hours. Okay, okay. Um, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> so, Jack and Grace talk, and he's like, "I think I keep running back to you because it's easier to mess things up with you than like to like then then Madison."
0: Yeah, it's like, I already fucked things up so heavily with you, it doesn't matter what I do. With Madison, there's actually a chance, and yeah. that's scarier. Which, honestly... Which I get, I hate to say. I was
1: gonna say it.
0: <laughs> Cut to me almost um, stopping in Ohio to hook up with a boy to no. avoid... I didn't. I... I actually didn't ever seriously consider it, oh, okay. but like there was a second where I was like, hmm, because hmm. he messaged me.
1: I wasn't saying no about the boy. I was saying no to the realization that you're gay.
0: Oh, shit. I'm not, actually. Um, oh, okay. Because every time I have those thoughts, I pray until they go away. Oh, I'm really So proud I'm actually, of you. I've been cured. The thing is, I went to this really cool festival. Um, it was called Exodus.
1: Okay, we're moving on. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, bleep that. Don't give them any. <laughs>
1: so grace calls jack a good guy she's like you're a good guy you've always been a good guy categorically false
0: yeah i was gonna say he's a good guy now but we, you know let's not erase the man that was in favor of the man that is
1: right grace kisses jack's cheek
2: great great i feel like
1: we've wrapped that storyline
0: forever hopefully
1: yeah we go to Ashley's and Now
0: the stage is set for Madison to get pregnant next season.
1: I can't do this. So then we go to Ashley's room and she is like sitting in there, whatever. Ann shows up. And Ashley's like, what are you doing here? And Anne's like, Oh, I was like dropping our son off so that way he can see his father. For the first time
0: in three and a half months.
1: Right. And Ashley's like, it's the middle of the week. And she's like, yeah, do you want to come home with me? Like, you're able to do that because it's homeschool and, like, you have that freedom. And Ashley's like, sure. And then she immediately starts texting Toby and Anne's like, who you texting and ashley's like just a friend like i'm texting toby to like tell him that i won't be here for a couple days and anna's like is he more than a friend and ashley's like no yeah you know sometimes you just need someone to talk to and Anne's like well you can always talk to me and Ashley's like who would i talk about you to that's funny yeah
0: Honestly, Ashley and Anne getting along better, I think, is better for both of them. Yeah. Because George actively made Ashley worse, and Anne actively made Amy worse. Yeah. But now that there's, like, a little balance in the family dynamic, like, I feel like everyone's a lot more tolerable. Yes. Um, Ashley only in her interactions with Anne, though. She's been awful everywhere else.
1: Also, of course, Ashley would go stay with Anne when Robbie wasn't there. True. She hates her younger brother.
0: She hates men. True. Hmm.
1: So then we go to Adrian and Ben. They're cuddling somewhere. Adrian says she feels stupid and ashamed of herself. And she's like, Should we call Ricky to apologize? And then she says she's going to be a better person and Ben is like me too but like neither of us are bad people which i do want to say Ricky or Ben is a bad person.
0: Yeah, i do think um Adrian lost her way for a bit but Ben is generally and genuinely terrible.
1: Yeah. But um, i do want to say the point where like you've done bad things but neither like but you're not a bad person. It it was like the worst person you know just made a great point.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, it would be a great point if it wasn't about himself.
1: Right, yeah. Because
0: he is a bad person who's done many bad things.
1: Benito, you found me. That and being one of them. Yeah. So, Adrian asks if he thinks they'll be good parents. And he's like, yeah, we'll make mistakes, whatever. And she says, thanks for loving me. And he says, pleasure. Because he works at Chick-fil-A.
0: God, I wish. Where's that story arc?
1: <laughs> and then...
0: Show me Ben Boykovich refusing to serve a gay man. A chicken <laughs> sandwich. <laughs>
1: and he's tell- he says to um, Adrian, thank you for loving me. They kiss, whatever. We go to Ricky's apartment.
0: Here's where the good stuff happens.
1: Knock on the door. It's Amy. He opens the door. She says she's sorry. Kind of like hoarse voice. Like, so... She can act, okay? That's Shailene really Woodley fucked up can act.
0: you to say she has a whore's voice in this moment. Like, <laughs> that's horrible. Oh, H-O-A-R-S-E. Sure. Revisionist history.
1: So he says, come on in. And he's like, I lost my temper. Like, you and I have never really talked about my past, but, like, I would like to talk to you about it. And then she's like, okay, I'd love to hear about it. And he's like, actually, let's not entangle are present with my past. Okay. (laughs) Like, I've been able to keep it out of our relationship and, like, work through it, and I have a shrink. And obviously
0: you haven't, based on the (laughs) numerous times that you've made your trauma Amy's problem without addressing it.
1: Also, has he, like, I just, he's like, I'd love to talk to you about it at some point. And she's like, okay, like, I'm always willing to listen. And he's like, ugh. Never. He's like, oh,
0: that's not what you were supposed to say. <laughs> Excuse you. You were supposed to be horrified and say no.
1: So then she's like, would it be all right if I hugged you? And he, if I, yeah, if I hugged you. And he's like, how about I hug you? And they hug and apologize to each other. And Ricky's like, I can't believe I'm going to ask you this. And I fully thought they were going to separate. And he was going to be like, want to fuck?
0: <laughs> Head question mark? <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to ask her to marry him or move in with him.
1: <laughs> um, This show has broken us. Thank you. And he goes, is there going to be a shower? A golden shower? God.
0: No. <laughs> I will say... Um... I had to explain to my roommate that um, the fight in the hall was about a baby shower and not about, like, a situation where they were all showering together and it got weird.
1: (sighs) Fun. So. We go to Jeff's Bar and Grill, the only restaurant in town. It's empty. Grace and Adrian are sitting at a booth by themselves. They're talking about how the condo's coming along and how she's ready to get married, but she's not ready to get married. As in, like, there's a lot of logistical stuff that hasn't come together.
0: She's still not quite used to Ben's weirdly shaped penis.
1: (laughs) So then Amy shows up. And she's like, oh, the sign said private party. So I think people were confused. And Adrian, like, asks her to sit down. Obviously, peace has been made. So then, this Madison and... was
0: a true like, and all was at peace in girl world. Moment, yeah. you know, like Regina George just nodded at Katie Herring.
1: Yeah, and then got hit by a bus. So
0: <laughs> that happens earlier in the movie, Aaron, before all is at peace in girl world. First of all, first of all,
1: so first of all, sorry. Well,
0: wow, I feel like you're part of this episode now. <laughs>
1: So, Madison and Lauren show up with presents. They're excited to be there, whatever. Alice comes, and she's like, the bar mitzvah got cancelled! My cousin's not actually Jewish, he just wanted one. Hmm. Cultural Which, a part of me
0: wonders, like, that could have actually happened.
1: Right. He realized like, his problematic ways, and he cancelled his party.
0: Yeah. He realized, you know... His problematic ways, and he cancelled his party.
1: Yeah, okay. So... Then another girl comes up This is Marsha She was Adrian's lab partner from last year Adrian does not remember who the fuck this girl is
0: Yeah and Marcia's like, Marsha remembers her
1: Yeah we literally Like you helped me with my homework after school Then this girl Lisa comes up And she's like You let me sit with you on my first day of school And Adrian's Which, like Yeah f- I did that mm-hmm. I don't have memory problems Mm -hmm.
0: She truly looks at each one of these girls as if she has never even seen their faces, which is so funny. Like, it's not even like, oh, you look familiar. She's literally baffled. Yeah. And, like, Grace and Amy are trying to, like, fill her in on where she knows these people are in a way that's not going to let them know that she has no idea who the fuck they are.
1: Right. The next girl is Debbie. And they're like, you saw her in the bathroom one day crying and you told her to dump her boyfriend and debbie's like adrian knows me and adrian's like oh yeah how are you and she's like he's still dumped so then grace and amy talk about how hard they worked and they're like maybe it was the pity speeches in the hallway
0: honestly i was thinking that like there's probably a bunch of gals who are like oh yeah
1: and then so many people stream into the party and everyone on the airplane stands up and claps. And
0: that's cinema.
1: It was, yeah. Anyway, um, I do think Joe Hampton was behind most of these people showing up.
0: Yeah, I think he's had to retreat into a shadow network for his own safety, but I do think he is, you can see his ever-present hand.
1: I miss him. Always in our hearts.
0: I miss him. And he's our beds, if hearts. you know what I
1: mean.
0: He's a minor. <laughs> I need you to stop making such problematic statements. If we're going to be partners in this, I can't have you dragging my legs. <laughs> I down. meant
1: now. 11 really? years later.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: He's older than me.
0: I don't think that's true. Really? joe hampton ceased to exist in 2011
1: (laughs) then why did he help me make a fake id for myself
0: the short answer is he didn't (laughs) and i refuse to play these games let's wrap this up
1: yeah let's finish this um hey everyone
0: i eat too many sweet tarts and my tongue is raw
1: (laughs) yeah that's why your tongue's raw
0: how dare you?
1: So this has been Secret Life of Two Gay American Teenagers. My name is Aaron, and I'm kind of a gay American teenager.
0: And my name is Jesse, and I'm hetero. <laughs> Until the next time I slip up, so if you'd like to be the one I slip and slide into, hit me up.
1: <laughs> um You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Patreon, and Twitter at your two K friends. They're linked in the description below. You can follow Jesse at GoJesse2k20 on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram at NoMoneyNoProspects. You can send us an email at, SL with and Aaron at gmail.com. You can leave us a voice message on Anchor. You can leave us a rating and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. Did I get everything?
0: Oh, I wasn't listening to you.
1: Yeah, I figured.
0: I'm too busy looking at new trailers for Sonic 2.
1: Great. I hope everyone has a good day, and I hope that you don't have a UTI. What's that? You Well, you have seven of them right now, so...
0: Yeah, I know, but I never like bothered to learn what the right, 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 right. Yeah, I just it's... know that it burns when I piss.
1: Oh, that's so interesting cuz that's not when I that's not a symptom of a UTI.
0: Maybe not for you. I
1: think you might have gonorrhea. Cut the pod. <laughs> Are you going to say bye?
0: Not after you just violated my fucking HIPAA rights and told everyone about the fucking gonorrhea, okay? That's not cool. It's not cool at all, Aaron. Who's gonna clap my cheeks like that?
1: The clap. Wait, is the clap gonorrhea or chlamydia?
0: I've never learned and I'm not gonna find out now. Good day.
1: Bye. I was just chastised. I will be cutting that out.
0: Okay. And I've just been chased for the past five years. By? A belt. Chaste. C-H-A-S-T-E.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm cutting that out, There's a piece
0: of metal over my penis. My dick and balls are concealed (laughs) in a sheath.
1: Jesse, do you want to record this tomorrow?
0: No, I'm good. (laughs)
1: jesus christ subscribe to our patreon maybe half the half the shit you've said tonight will end up there
0: i'm being censored and censured